Cash out supplements and premiums on today's Fed No Battle. Welcome to Fed No Battle, where we make federal benefit or federal retirement benefits understandable for humans in under 20 minutes. Very good. Yes. And we take the questions that you have for us and we answer them. So you can do that at the fednobabble.com page and just let us know what questions you have. And we're going to take those questions. And in less than 20 minutes, we're going to try to all answer them, answer everything. Give answers to what is the purpose of life? Maybe we're not going to get into that. Questions. How about to the questions that we have for today? Can okay. we just stick with that? Because we'll I don't think we'll that. be able to cover everything else. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll try to solve the world problems today. We'll just do, can I cash out my annual leave? That's the problem we'll solve right now. Okay, sounds like a plan. And the answer is yes, it yes. will automatically happen. You have no choice. <laughs> the only time that you won't cash out your annual leave is if you don't have any. Right, and that's actually can happen. And I've yeah. seen it where people have uh, had negative annual leave and then they're planning for retirement. That is not a position that you want to be in. I will tell you that much because the government is going to take their money back. <laughs> I, I find it hilarious. Maybe not so hilarious. This isn't really funny because this affects not only federal employees but everyone. But if the government wants to wants their money, they'll take it. But if they owe money, it's like, well, well, maybe, maybe, maybe or maybe not. We'll give it back to you. We'll see. Like, like annual leave, we'll give it to you, but it'll be a few weeks. And your full pension check, yeah, we'll we'll get to we'll get around to getting it to you someday. But if you owe me money, pay yeah. up now, buddy, right now. I don't know. Yeah. In fact, HR takes it, I think, automatically from the pension. Okay. Wow. Okay. Can you cash out your annual it's leave? Negative. What? Either way, if you have annual leave, you will automatically be paid for it within three weeks, typically, of retirement. Okay. Um, it is based on your hourly rate. And so if you're paid salary, obviously, divide that by the number of hours in a working year, and that's 2087, you'll get your hourly rate, and then you can multiply that with what your annual leave will be, and there you have your payout amount. Yep. Now, I wanna say it's that easy, and we're not gonna get into why it's so much more complicated than that, but I will just mention right here that it's that, that is the easy short answer, yes. But there are other, again, as, as we've said in other episodes, there are other questions you will want to ask besides, can I cash out my annual leave and how much will I get? There are some other considerations that we'll save for another mm -hmm. episode, but um, yeah, are pretty important as well. So next question, if working part-time, would I still be eligible for social security supplement? Hmm. What do you think? Do you want the short answer or the long answer? Let's let's go for the short let's go for the short answer quickly, and then we're gonna have to back up to explain some things. So go ahead and give the short answer. Okay, the short answer is yes, 
you'll be eligible to receive the Social Security supplement if you work part-time. Okay. Assuming all the other rules for eligibility uh, have been met. Okay. Right? You're under 62? Yep. And you're retiring under an immediate uh, retirement. So MRA plus 30 or 60 with 20 years of service. Great. If you're retiring under those two rules, then you're going to receive the social, uh, we'll call it social security supplement because that's what they've called it here. But really it's not no. from social security. No. It I, is a government benefit and it's actually called the special retirement supplement. Yep. That's, that's the thing. So, so that the answer you gave is great. Now I'm going to back up a little bit more and just say, you're right. Social security supplement is what most people call it. That gives the false impression yep. that it comes from the Social Security. And if you went to the Social Security to say, hey, how much supplement do I need? Even though they're federal employees, they're probably not gonna have a clue of what you're talking about. And so the Social Security, uh, Social Security, the Special Retirement Supplement, which is actually the, the real name for it, actually comes from the FERS program and doesn't come from Social Security. And I will also say another misunderstanding that we have around this is I get this a lot from Leos, from law enforcement officers who say, well, we get the special retirement supplement, don't we? And my answer is, well, if you say we being all FERS employees, you could be eligible for it. Yes, it's not just a Leo thing. It's for any FERS employee. But I don't know why, for some reason, a lot of Leos think that it's only Leos that get this, but it's any FERS employee who is eligible overall. Special provision employees tend to think that they're special. <laughs> but there are, I will say, though, Leos, you're right. Leos do get some special things, though. I mean, there are some pretty cool special things that they get in there, for sure. Yes, absolutely. But the special retirement supplement is for all FERS employees. Yeah. Who qualify? Yep. Sorry, sirs. You don't get this at all. <laughs> and, and, and go ahead. Again, it's one. It's the same um, as the annual leave payout, where it's an automatic free benefit, which is pretty crazy because the government doesn't typically go give those out, right? Right. Yes. <laughs> free. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. It is. Um, and so it's not one of those things that you can opt out of. Right. However, that word of caution here, this does have to be planned with carefully because if an employee goes to, uh, say they separate from, from federal service and then get another job, whether or not they're going to receive this benefit is a whole nother story. <laughs> right. You okay? can be eligible. That doesn't mean you get it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I think this is why it gets so confused on the Social Security, uh, why people think it's a Social Security benefit is because the government has borrowed the Social Security earnings test for this benefit. And so a federal employee can be eligible to receive this benefit, but then decide they're going to get another job or they want to separate from service and build a business. And I see and I hear of this often too, where they're like, okay, well, I want to separate from a service on my MRA plus 30 and I'm going to go, you know, finally venture out and make my own uh, business happen. 
And then next mm-hmm. thing you know, they're working themselves out of this benefit because yep. they can only earn up to a certain amount due to the earnings test that is applied to it. Right. And so if we were to honestly answer, if working pull this question, if working part-time, would I be eligible for special retirement supplement? The answer is, it depends. Because if you work as a part-time greeter at Walmart and make under $18,000, then yeah. But if you work part-time and your part-time gives you, makes you, you know, $50,000, then the answer is no, you're not going to get it. So it depends. And, and you're right. It's only with careful planning do you figure out what is best for you. Again, in your report, you lay all those numbers out so you can easily see and say, okay, is it worth it to work or is it not worth it to work? And if so, if it is worth it to work, how much can I work without being penalized? And those plans can be made to optimize the amount of money a federal retiree gets rather than just guessing at it and going, oh, whoops, I made the wrong decision. Absolutely. In the report that that we prepare for employees, we are uh, laying that out uh, not only with, you know, um, <laughs> not only that uh, that they're going to receive the benefit, but the amount that they're going to receive the benefit and for how long. And right. you know, talking about Leos and their special considerations, you know, are their costs of living going to be applied to that benefit? Does that benefit increase? What does that look like? So that way people can really um, see if this is something that's going to fit into their financial plan or not. Right. Right. And I think just, I I think the mentality that I see in the workshops too often, unfortunately, is am I going to get it or not? Well, again, we can lay out the, you know, are you eligible (laughs) for it and will you get it? But that's only a small piece of should you get it? Maybe, yeah. maybe you shouldn't get it. Maybe you should be working part-time because you're not receiving enough money from pension and TSP. So maybe you shouldn't get it and be work, you should be working part-time that way. That, that's a totally different way to look at it. And I think that's one of the benefits <laughs> of the report and, um, and, and of the workshops. And, and whether it's our workshop or a different workshop that people go to, it's the perception and, and the and the way that they look at their federal benefits changes all of a sudden because they start realizing, oh, this is a little different than I thought. There's some extra questions that I need to right. ask. I had never looked at it in that way before. I mean, all of these things come up to where, yes, once you look at the numbers and you know what they mean, it completely changes your view of retirement. Completely changes it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. People really definitely need to take a look, take action and uh, look at their numbers to make those solid decisions. Yeah. All right. That's that question. Let's go on to the next question. Okay. This one, this Cassie with this one as well. Does my long-term care premium increase when I retire? Short answer or long answer? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Um, The short answer is no, it doesn't. It it doesn't increase because you retire. Right. Right. Okay. Whether it's going to increase at retirement, I can't say yes or no because these increases randomly happen um, at a given time when the uh, when the insurance company feels that they are necessary. 
Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Again, the the yeah. insurance company. What? I thought this was a. I thought this was a government program. What do you say? Answer that one. I hear that all the time too. Answer that one. All the time. So many people do not realize that this uh, program is one of those government wrapped um, private insurance plans. Right. right. In fact, I'll this say. Is actually, oh, go ahead. I'll, I'll say, and, and I'll throw the slide up so the people on video can see it at least. But. All benefits that federal employees get minus their pension comes from a private company. It's, yep. it's just, in fact, it's only one plan of those in a government wrapper, like you said. It's, you know, MetLife, John Hancock, all these, uh, Red Rock have all of these plans and can do all these things, but in the government can pretty much only do one. They, they choose the one for you. Now, is that the right one for you? or not? That's the question that people need to ask. So does my long-term care premium increase when I retire? This question right here assumes I, I'm going to get long-term care. Maybe we should back up yeah. and say, is long-term care the right thing for you to do? Most people don't even ask that question. They just assume long-term care is there, so I'm going to do it. I want to back that up even a little bit further. Oh, okay. okay. Go for it. Is traditional long-term care oh, good. the best answer for my retirement plan? Right. Because there are more okay. ways to f there are more ways to take care of long-term care than just long-term care insurance. That's right. There are uh, many hybrid policies nowadays where people can get living benefits in their life insurance or annuities and make their money work for them. For more than one purpose and so maybe traditional long-term care isn't the best answer because they want to get more for their money whether they qualify for those different types of products or not is not up for me to say or or you not for not up for us no. right we don't do that that planning um, we can't provide that advice but that's why we've got trusted advisors who can um, and you know if you um, you know, if you want that information, then we can help you get to one of those. Um, not that, you know, we think that, uh, or we're trying to push you into doing that. No. Um, right. Of course, we always think that you should make those uh, decisions, you know, but the, the bigger thing is, is that you want to come uh, get these answers based on a place from knowledge and actually make that financial uh, or that plan uh, with all those pieces considered and, and know what your options are, right? We want you to be empowered and to uh, seek, you know, what is it that you're trying to accomplish and make that happen for yourself rather than just assuming that the government's gonna take care of you. Because I don't know how many times I hear from federal employees, well, this is what I have the, with the government, and that's how it's going to work in retirement. Right. Just because your benefits work for you a certain way when you're an employee doesn't mean that they're going to work for you the same way in retirement. And so many people don't realize that. And we definitely want to bring that awareness to folks and, um, you know, help them and encourage them to uh, seek guidance and come to those decisions on whether or not they should do something based on that uh, knowledge. 
of their options. Yeah, I've got a great analogy for that. Well, I think it's a great analogy. I don't know. But living on the West Coast here, uh, I've been to Disneyland a few times. And I could imagine someone walking into Disneyland into the front area saying, wow, that's cool. And then going back to Main Street and saying, look at all that is here. This is incredible. And then seeing the castle and seeing everything else in the distance and saying, yeah, but you know what? I don't need that. I Main Street, is this is <laughs> awesome, right? And then someone comes along and says, well, did you know there's Tomorrowland? There, wait, wait. There, there's what? Yeah. Um, uh, oh, shoot. What's the ride there in Tomorrowland that everybody... I don't know. Uh, Space Mountain, right? Space Mountain. There's Space yeah. Mountain. Let me tell you what that's like. What? I had no idea. Yeah. Um, okay. So we totally did that. Not exactly that, <laughs> but we went to Disneyland and we were like, oh, yeah, let's go to Disneyland. Like, this is going to be awesome. I totally forgot that California Adventure was there as well. Oh. Right? And so we were like, we have to check out California Adventure. <laughs> so that right. we, we adjusted our plan so that way we could visit both parks before we left. There you go. And so, but that's, right. that's kind of the scene with this, right? Yes. Is if you come to, if you get that report and you see those numbers, then you can make those adjustments. Yeah. And it's better to do that early on rather than waiting to retirement um, because then you can't make as many adjustments. Some of these, you know, uh, choices that you make for yourself on the benefits in retirement are irrevocable. Yeah. So you got to make sure that you are, you know, making those decisions before retirement so you know how to fill out the paperwork correctly and so you can avoid those different pitfalls that can be very costly. And that's something that we provide no cost, no obligation, no sales pitch or anything like that. For any federal employee who wants to get a comprehensive report, you just go to fendobabble.com and fill out the form there. Right. And it, uh, Cassie will create one of these reports for you. And uh, it'll be shown to you by one of the advisors in our trusted network so that they can go through and explain it and even give you advice. Because again, we can't give advice. We're, we're not in the position right. to give advice. We can say how it works and what to do, but we're not gonna give advice. We're going to let, let one of our trusted uh, advisors in our network go ahead and do that. And, and again, no cost, no obligation, no sales pitch. It's, there's nothing there except Go do it. Go get, go understand what your benefits are going to be like and figure that out now rather than getting like to Disneyland and going, oh shoot, I only got a ticket for me. <laughs> <laughs> they won't let me go to the rest of Disneyland, let alone California Adventure as well. That would stink. I, I My heart would break if I, <laughs> I love Disneyland. I love going there. And if I could only go to Main Street or only just that and not go to California Adventure as well, I... I'd, I'd be crying, but that's just me personally. Oh, my kids would have been too. Yeah. <laughs> my kids would have also. Anyway, please like and subscribe to us. Uh, follow us. Um, share with us or share us with your coworkers, please, because they probably have these questions too and need to take into the consideration these different planning aspects so they can build financial success for themselves. And, um, you know, they need to know this stuff just as much as you do. So thanks for watching. And until next time, have a great day, guys. Take care.